0: Good afternoon, everyone. Here we are, another wintry, uh, wintry day on the Isle of Wight. Um, it's really quite miserable out there. My name's Mark Reed. I uh, frequently uh, bore you, I'm sure, at times with some of my podcasts. Some brief, some more involved, with different people that tend to join me in discussing discussing certain points of. Of law um, and, and certainly everyday things that happen that are on the news as well that we find uh, re- remotely interesting. Today the purpose of this very brief podcast was just to sort of put the point across in terms of litigation and you know we, we're finding an awful lot more as the as the new year has ended and we're now into February and January's relatively sad time for some people, but also it's a time where people think, right, new year, I'm going to really settle this, and, and they've been in a dispute with someone personally um, that they've not been able to to deal with, um, so they they phone us up for some advice, and nine times out of ten they've already they already understand where they're coming from. Um, in the head and what they've already exhausted their end. So it's really about how much, uh, what the process is and what we can do to help. So I've invited um, Ellis Sweetenham, the great Ellis, um, uh, to join me just for a a few minutes to discuss certain things that are really important for our listeners to remember when it comes to litigation. Um, So Ellis, hi.
1: Hello, good afternoon everybody.
0: now, we get this a lot. I know you tend to deal in an awful lot more uh, intellectual property uh, contentious issues um, or con- intellectual property-based contentious issues than standard civil uh, you know, litigation these days. Yeah. Um, but you, you've certainly had your, your, your run of it over the years, haven't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And nothing really changes, does it, when it comes to the, that initial inquiry and, and, and that person wanting to sort of bang on their drum?
1: no definitely and and also as well in in terms of of intellectual property matters doesn't necessarily dictate as to the area of law that you are in most people if they are in some type of dispute they are aggrieved in some way so their initial reaction is to take it miles down the road go all the all the way Want to absolutely batter the other person? Yeah, that's their yeah.
0: initial reaction. Yeah, and it is, and then and you start getting the day in court scenario or the television and wanting to, you know, really, re- really go to town on this person. But, but I mean, not not only do we not advise it, it's not actually what the court expects of the parties to immediately, you know, go down that route, and it should really be a last resort. Now, what we mean by that is quite simply, we call it pre action. And that means that you need to start opening communications, whether it be individually or if you've already exhausted that, then through solicitors, to try and settle a dispute before you've actually issued a claim. Okay, so you've not commenced proceedings yet, hence why we call it pre action. But it's a line of correspondence that's really crucial to trying to get things. Uh, dealt with between the parties either through solicitors or individually and you have to set out very detailed descriptions as to what your issues are. You have to set out in a lot of detail the law that you're going to be applying and what actually remedies you're expecting from that person or company and it's really important to remember that if you fail in the first instance to do that then you're already off on a very bad footing certainly if you do or you are forced to issue proceedings because what will happen is the um the, the other side as we would say um would then immediately start drawing to the attention of the court certain uh, uh you know lines of correspondence that would be made that they feel was not in accordance with the court's expectations
1: yeah in terms of the court essentially they are extremely busy and anything you take to the court costs a lot of money so they will want to be able to see that you've taken all the steps you can to make sure you're not wasting that time and wasting that money Mm. and not bring something to their attention that essentially is not worth the the position on their desk if that makes sense yeah yeah it should just be dealt with between the parties before the court even needs Mm. to Intervene.
0: Now that that point there is so crucial. I'm going to repeat it again. The overriding objective, from the court's perspective, is that the issuing of proceedings must be the last resort, not the first resort. There are alternatives. Now we've 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 put together some other podcasts over the course of time where we've discussed mediation, and it, it normally makes a lot of people roll their eyes. But I really want to just dist- want to stress. It's a really positive way of being able to more affordably come to an understanding between two aggrieved parties um, whereby you're, you're, you're keeping things out of court, but let's say it's a little bit more crystallised or a little bit more litigious um, in terms of the, 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 the road that you've already gone down. So you're not at the beginning stages, you've already exhausted a, a, you know, a bit of back and forth with co- um, correspondence but you also know that you're not quite at the point where you need to issue proceedings yet. So you, you, know, you really must think very seriously, a good mediator can, can work with both sides to come to a uh, amicable resolution. In terms of the litigation process, what we have to remember is evidence is key. And not only that, but you must always be seen either on an open basis by way of part 36, read up on that, it's a good read, or on a without prejudice basis where it's behind closed doors to show that you're trying to resolve the dispute. If you don't do that, if you constantly reject everything that the other side are putting forward, it's not gonna bow well with you uh, when it comes to court, obviously God forbid that it, it eventually happens. So that's a really important thing to remember as well. Now, Ellis, just bringing you back into it, there's something that we've both found over the course of time where someone is being advised by us or one of our colleagues, or we've had barristers having some really detailed conference calls between us and, and the client, where we're, we're really trying to stress that it's our strong advice that you start putting together offers now. And you have to all say, and this is another good, good, good term, you have to mitigate your losses, which means that you can never expect to get absolutely everything back that you may be wishing. But we're always uh, up against it when it comes to clients' expectations and they're not being... Overly willing to either say, let's say it's a money claim, you know, to drop the amount that they're seeking. No, it's the total amount or none at all. Debt recovery is very different to that, by the way. So let's try and keep things separate. But you found that a lot, haven't you?
1: Yeah, definitely. It's we can completely understand a client's perspective. If they feel they are owed a certain amount of money or want to look for certain remedies, then they expect all of that. But the court is going to always come under the line of everything has to be reasonable in the circumstances. Nothing can be disproportionate. And also in terms of remedies, what a client may want may not be something that the court can give them. So while initially their immediate thought process is, I want to go to the court and get the court to issue me an apology. That may actually not be something that a court can order to do that's when mediation and other alternative dispute resolutions come in to not only reduce those costs and those times and resolve the matter for you quickly but potentially give you additional options that you may not have if you went to court um so it's not a compromise in the negative sense it's not a Mm -hmm. cop-out it's never it's
0: also yeah looking at the bigger picture as well because you know if you end up spending all of this money and time and stress going down you know, the court route, and you, you know, you're know you really getting into it, and it's suddenly 12 months, 24 months down the line. If you can try and resolve this, but it might mean that you take a little bit less at the time, but it's proportionate in the circumstances, it might do you better in the long run. It saves an awful lot of, of stress. And, 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 of course, all of that cost that you've got to, to stomach until the end of proceedings, when you're then going to start to, you know, you're going to be seeking your costs back, um, never assume you 're going to get one hundred percent of your costs back that's really crucial to remember it's never a given okay nothing is guaranteed and even if you win you know you 've got to start looking at unreasonable behavior or the potential unreasonable behavior that the other side of have, have been uh, how they 've been conducting themselves throughout proceedings before you actually uh, you, you know are, are able to recover a high percentage of your costs that you've paid out. Now, I mentioned um, a moment ago about evidence. Now, it's really important that even before you've picked up the phone and you've you know, it's sought our advice, you wish for a meeting or having a telephone conference with us, that you've made sure that you've got all your ducks in order. There is no point in a half-hearted effort, okay? You either really want to make sure that you're, you're dealing with this promptly, um, well, and smoothly, Okay, but you need to get all of your evidence in order. And now that, that, that of course, the world's your oyster there. There has to be relevant to proceedings. There has to be something you can point towards and say that this particular you know, point of evidence is so crucial, it is a material, um, a material point in proceedings. Now, how many times, Ellis, have we said this to clients, they've gone away, and then it's taken them a month, maybe even two months, to be able to get all of their evidence together, mm. that not quite the ship has sailed, but... You know the sting has been taken out because so much time has lapsed between uh, between when you need to sort of strike when the iron's hot yeah. and actually continue on that journey but we've had it so many time and time again haven 't we yeah Where the evidence isn't there. Get the evidence together, make sure that you're able to point you're telling a story certainly within the pre action correspondence stage, and possibly a letter of claim is drafted and sent to the uh, the other side. And, and you need to be able to point to the evidence and say, look, we're relying on these things here. Obviously, more evidence will be accumulated um, over the course of time. But for now, look, we're able to point at this exhibit, that exhibit, that exhibit. Please, you need to provide us with your answers to that.
1: Yeah, we want to be able to hit the ground running. As soon as you come to us, we want to be able to try and resolve the matter or at least um, provide a bit of comfort or a bit of, um kind of progress with the matter as soon as possible. And without that evidence, you can't paint the picture to us for us to then paint the picture forward um, w- with the legal side of things. Yeah. So the evidence is very important. It's key, it's
0: key. And, it's, and the court will expect it, again, Keep having to come back to the court. If it gets to a point where you've exhausted all pre-action correspondence, you then need to issue proceedings. Now, you won't want to do that, I'd like to think, you want to try and resolve it, but if you have no other option, you need to be able to do it. Well, that point there, you've already got everything in order, it makes it a much smoother journey. You're able to literally pull it all together within the statement of case, and then, the court's going to find you, you know, to be really organised, really uh, being really reasonable because you've already provided this beforehand, and then it helps the the, the court itself go through the journey with you and uh, and hopefully uh, help. Um, now that actually brings us on to the next stage of this this podcast, but I'd like to split it into two parts, okay. Because the next stage is, what if you have no other option? You've exhausted all pre-action correspondence. It's now time to issue proceedings. So join us again. Keep an eye out for the next podcast that's going to come through. It's then going to start dealing with all of that side of things. Okay, Ellis, have you got anything more to say?
1: No, I think we've given people a, a good indication as to what they should expect. And, um, yeah, listen on for, for future Absolutely. Podcasts. So
0: thanks very much. If you do wish to get in, st- in touch at this stage, um, email info at laudit.co.uk or give us a call on 02380 Take care for now and uh, join us again when we'll then speak more about issuing proceedings.
1: Bye-bye.